It's Picture Lock on WERALP Arlington 96.7 FM. Welcome to another episode of the world-famous award-winning show. I'm your host, Kevin Sampson, filmmaker, film festival director, film critic, film publicist, and lover of film and TV. You can find movie reviews, all the back episodes, and so much more at PictureLockShow.com. This week, I'm joined by Tim Gordon of TheFilmGordon.com to go over the big movies coming out this weekend. One that we don't get to is the Netflix release, When They See Us, from Ava DuVernay. It looks at the Central Park Five. It's a tough watch, but... I suggest folks check it out as while it chronicles a dark spot in our recent history, the story is still playing out today. I spoke about it on Let's Talk Live earlier today, so be sure to visit PictureLockShow.com or follow me on Instagram at PictureLockShow to see that. I always post my Let's Talk Live interviews on Instagram the day of, so you can definitely check it out there. This weekend we have Rocketman, Ma, and Godzilla, King of the Monsters hitting theaters. And we're going to talk about it. That's all ahead on Picture Lock. This is Joy Rigoliano, writer and star of I Won't Miss You. And this is Bernard Bedian, director of I Won't Miss You. And you're listening to Picture Lock. You're listening to Picture Lock. I'm Kevin Sampson. And I got to say, I am so excited. It's been a minute since he's been here, folks. It is the Sultan of Swat, the great Bambino (laughs) of film. The man behind the Lakefront Film Festival, which is coming this summer to you guys, it is Tim Gordon. Tim, what's up, man? Yay! Yay, yay! What's up, man? (laughs) Oh, man, not much, man. Uh, Man, it's really good to have you back on. It's been a minute. I know you've been busy. Um, You're getting together your festival and all that good stuff. Uh, You want to talk about that a little bit? Man, of course I'll talk about the Lakefront Film Festival. Uh, this, This labor of love. Uh, it's coming together July 25th to 28th. We got some, uh, we'll be unleashing, well, releasing the lineup next week, uh, or at least a partial lineup of the films because I'm still going to be adding films. But, uh, this is, this is a lot of fun, man. And I understand why a friend of mine named Kevin Sanson has been able to do this twice. Uh, this is a, this is a lot of work, man. And for people who are, who really think it all comes together by osmosis, uh, nah, nah, bruh. But yeah, I'm excited, man. I got, I think part of what I'm looking forward to this first year is just kind of putting my imprint down with some ideas, uh, that I appropriated from some other festivals and put my own special twist to them. So, you know, I'm a film nerd, man. I'm a geek, man. I'm a historian. I'm a guy that loves watching movies and loves seeing the light in other people's eyes when they watch stories. So, you know, this is a lot of fun, man. So I'm looking forward to it. I hear you. That's what's up. Uh, so how could folks check out the Lakefront Film Festival if they wanted to online just to get more information? Well, they can, of course, go to lakefrontfilmfest.com. Uh, and then as well as every social media, you know, Lakefront Film Fest, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we got a YouTube page that will also be updating during the festival. So. A lot of places, man, to get your Lakefront Film Fest news. LFF, be there. <laughs> That's what's up. All right, so Tim graciously said that he could join me today. I wanted to 
quickly kind of talk about um, this the summer movie releases. You know, we're about to hit summertime, and we're going to get into that. But first, out this weekend, uh, we have Rocket Man, Ma, and Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Between the two of us, we've seen all of these big releases. Uh, but I wanted to talk with Tim just to talk about, you know, his thoughts on, on some of the films coming out now. I have not seen Rocket Man. But Tim, you have, if you can, let's get into Rocket Man. There are moments in a rock star's life that define who he is. Where there was darkness, there is now you. It's going to be a wild ride. Rocket Man is uh, is kind of the biopic of Elton John, and I will start by saying that you know I've seen a lot of biopics, man. You know, James Brown, uh, Johnny Cash, Ray Charles. I mean, we've seen these stories be told um i think i have a couple of really good observations i mean i go in loving the trailer for this film uh, i think the cat the kid's name is it taron town edgerton who is in uh kingsman yep uh plays elton john uh in a film directed by dexter fletcher who a lot of people don't know came in after brian singer was going through all of his me too issues uh, during Bohemian Rhapsody and uncredited kind of brought that film home. So that film was a warm-up for him to do Elton John's story where he directed it from start to finish. And I'm going to tell you something, Kevin. Man, I've seen, when I start off, I said I've seen a lot of biopics. I haven't seen many of them done in the way that they've done Elton John because most biopics, kind of give us a look back to the artists and then, you know, we, we get concert footage or footage of them performing said song that, you know, people all love and we like, ooh, like a Ray Charles or a Walk the Line. <laughs> right. Sometimes it's, uh, it's the music that's being dubbed because the person who's acting and portraying the person can't sing. There are times that, like, uh, in Walk the Line where Joaquin Phoenix tried to sing Johnny Cash and it was a disaster. Well, I'm here to tell you, that this kid, Tarum Edgerton, also can sing Elton John's songs, because he sings them in the film, right. and the songs aren't necessarily done as set pieces, like Elton John in concert, but they take them and use the songs to kind of move the narrative along, and it's a, a look at Elton John from, like, a small boy up until, like, maybe his 40s, man. So it's a really comprehensive look at, like, a horrible parental upbringing, how he was being used by everybody around him, and the one true relationship, uh, which is his writing partner, Bernie Taupin, and how they got together, you know, uh, uh, a gay man and a straight guy who, the straight guy would write the lyrics, Elton John wrote the music, and together they made magic. And this movie is magic. Easily better then Bohemian Rhapsody, which I thought was a great powerhouse performance from Rami Malek, but the film itself was kind of pedestrian. 
This mm. screenplay is, is, is quite superior to Bohemian Rhapsody. And Taron Edgerton is probably the best cast biopic lead since Val Kilmer in The Doors playing Jim Morrison. Wow. He looks exactly like Elton John did, including having access to all the costumes that Elton John wore. I mean, this movie is a revelation from start to finish. I love this movie. And if Bohemian Rhapsody can be an Oscar contender, and I know it's early, you got to give this movie as much love, or in some respects, more love than you gave that movie, because this movie's much better from start to finish and has a powerhouse performance by Edgerton. So a B-plus for this film. Um, I, I love the way it mixes genres. It, you know, some of it is musical. Uh, there's songs in it where, you know, other characters chime in. I, I thought it was brilliantly done, smartly conceived, and oversaw by Elton John himself. Amazing film, man. Love the Rocket Man. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Dude, you, I mean, you make me want to go see this tonight. That is an oh, amazing you, you review. Should. Yeah, man. That <laughs> Rocket Man is that. I, I was battling between either A minus or B plus. To go with a B plus. But it easily can be an A movie, man. That, that I thought they, they did a, a, a bang up job with that, man. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, definitely for uh, any of you, uh, obviously. Elton John fans out there, music lovers, uh, Tim is giving it his stamp of approval. Obviously, that is uh, a great review. So I'm looking forward to seeing it myself. Now, we're going to move into Mont. Are you going to meet a boy? No sex or booze. Okay. Woo! Maggie came to party. Get in. Go. Go. Got you sipping on it. Got you talking crazy. Excuse me? Would you mind buying this for my friends and I? Not interested. Please? Hell. Whoa, there's my girl. This never happened, okay? Thanks again for doing this, ma'am. You guys want to party like rock stars? Follow me. Let's get filthy! The bar is open. What do you think? We don't know this chick. It ain't much, but it's all you. Cool basement. You're free to do whatever you want down here, but nobody go upstairs. This is so sick. Welcome to Mars. What? Love Ma. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> How did she get our numbers? You know where the party is. Mm. Those earrings are beautiful, Maggie. You got a sweet mama, huh? Who are you with? Just some kids from school. <laughs> you have a boyfriend. <laughs> Men are dogs. There's something off about Ma. Seriously? She's harmless. And her basement's pretty much the best drinking spot in town. We can't go up there. Shh. Oh. What the hell? Thanks for these earrings. What happened last night? You don't remember, do you? Are you guys mad at me for something? I don't want to hang out at Ma's anymore. Don't make me drink alone. Don't make me drink alone. One of the things that I really enjoyed about it is that the first two acts, uh, you know, this is this is billed as a horror thriller. The first two acts, there's really nothing horrific that happens, but the suspense and tension is so thick. You could literally cut it with a knife. I mean, 
it is uh, incredible what's done. And for those that don't know, Ma basically stars Octavia Spencer. Um, she's a lonely woman who befriends a group of teenagers and lets them party in the basement and of her house. They live like, you know, out in who knows where America. So, you know, the only thing that they can do is kind of go to the rock pal and drink. And that's kind of a fun time. So as the film moves on, as you can see from the trailer, there are ties to uh, these teenagers and Octavia Spencer um, in regard to, you know, their parents knowing Octavia. Uh, but like I said, uh, director Tate Taylor, he just does a great job with the suspense here. It's one of those films in which you as the audience know something that the characters within the film do not know. And therefore it just amps up the suspense of when things are going to go awry. The biggest thing that I really appreciate about this film is putting an Oscar caliber actress like uh, Octavia Spencer into a genre film, I think that this should lead the way in terms of us seeing different things like that. Like I would love to see Julia Roberts in a, a, a horror film because what th what Octavia is able to do with the, the character um, is, is really unique. She feels like she could be your aunt, and therefore, instead of like, you know, typically you cast some, uh, I hate to say it, like bombshell or something like that, and not to objectify anybody, but you just get a, a certain look in a lot of these horror films that are scream, scream queens. But with Octavia, it, there's something that's so tangible about her, something that's so tangible about her personality in general that this feels a lot more realistic. Um, I absolutely enjoyed seeing it with the audience I saw it with. Everybody was screaming at the right parts and talking to the screen at the right parts. Um, and like I said, you know, when I was coming out, a lot of the the, the audience members were just saying that, you know, uh, they wish that they could they could have seen more from, you know, the film itself. So I definitely give this one a solid B. Uh, it, man, you got to You got to see it. It's definitely a good choice this weekend at the movies. Nice, nice, nice. Sounds good, man. I've heard I've heard mixed stuff, man. I want to check it out. All right, all right, so now <laughs> I'm sure Tim and I are both going to save you guys money this weekend right now with our next and final uh, film that's out this weekend. It's Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Now, um, <laughs> I, I'll just jump in right, right quick and say, you know, one of the things about a movie like this, it's giant monsters fighting each other. Same thing that you would see, you know, in a Transformers film, giant robots. So there's a certain amount of, you know, suspending your disbelief that you have to have just going into it. And I will tell you off the bat that I gave this film a D. I, I will suspend my disbelief for any film that I go to see. But when you want to slap me in the face and insult my intelligence, um, I just I just can't rock with it. Uh, one of the biggest issues that a lot of the Godzilla films uh, and complaints that people have had in the past is that the human story just is lacking, and it is totally lacking here. I believe Godzilla uh, 2014 that came out, one of the things that they complained about was they didn't get enough monster fights. Here you get just the opposite. There's tons of monsters, there's tons of uh, monsters fighting, but there's 
the, the whole gosh, the human story in it is absolutely missing. You do not care about the characters. There's no need to invest in them because they're just exposition pieces to get you to the next fight. Uh, and on top of that, I, I mean, granted, like I said, I get it. It's monsters fighting and I can rock with it. However, I just can't believe uh, some of the stuff that they put forth in the film. Uh, so again, I give it a D. The only reason I don't give it an F is because I do believe that the visual effects team and the sound mixing, you know, sound recording team definitely need to get their credit because it does look like giant monsters fighting in sitting cities. And it sounds like it. It sounds like what it would sound like if a huge tail whips into a building and the building collapses. So for that part, it is entertaining. But outside of that, I, I just could not rock with this movie. Tim, what did you think? Man, this is one of the few times that I've ever come on your show and I'm thinking about it that I, I really wanted to have notes because I have such strong feelings about this this film, right? So I would just say that my initial impression was that the filmmakers clearly wanted us to see the big fight between Hydra and Godzilla, right? It felt like the entire film was kind of like, we, we, we know what we want. So let's just build a story around it just in order to fill the time to get us to the fight team. The film, I, I, I concur with everything you said. I don't care about any of these characters. Um, and furthermore, the fact that you've got these huge prehistoric monsters destroying the planet, um, it, 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 it doesn't look plausible. It's dark. It's murky. I couldn't really see the fights. I thought the story was nonsensical. I mean, to the point that you you trying to tell people that Godzilla is really the king of the monsters and he'll bring balance back to the planet. I'm like, I thought I was watching like an offshoot of like a Marvel movie. <laughs> I'm like, who is this guy? This guy's like Thanos or something. Right. And then there's this ridiculous scene uh, that happens in the movie that they go all Game of Thrones, Daenerys, Daenerys Targaryen, where, you know, everybody's got to bend the knee. I was like, what in the hell am I watching? So I will essentially say that I place the blame, not just for this film, but on some of the films that we're going to talk about, on Walt Disney, right? And you go, well, Tim, mm. how do you make the correlation between Disney and Godzilla? Easy. Disney has created an environment with their storytelling over the last several years where everything has become event films. Black Panther, Endgame, Infinity War, uh, Captain Marvel, this film, that film. And that's not even counting, you know, um, Star Wars, Toy Story, all of these films, Lion King, Aladdin, all these big set entertainment pieces. And you look around at the landscape of all the other studios in Hollywood, you know, uh, uh, Warner Brothers, Universal, they're all trying to keep up. The problem is, is that Disney makes huge event pieces or films, but their storytelling is masterful. So, like, when Disney makes a movie of this scope, they can invest the human drama into it in a way that other studios struggle to do. And Warner Brothers, trying to follow the Disney model of bigger and better, forgot to do the storytelling part, which is why you have this ridiculously unbalanced film that 
might work for people who like Godzilla, but there's no story there. If, 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 if you really wanted to make the film the way the filmmakers try to really portray it, it shouldn't be any humans in this at all, and it should just be like a monster free-for-all on the planet Earth because the, 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 the people don't matter. Like you said, they're just set pieces that the, the monsters stop on, eat, destroy on the way to dominating one another. Um, I gave this film a D. I don't think it's the worst film of the year, but I <laughs> yeah. think it's a major misfire for Warner Brothers. Um, I, I came out of there, and you know how they always have press members standing outside. I came out with two thumbs down. I said D for dumb. Um, this movie is just bad, bad, bad. Save your money. Save your time. Go watch uh, Rocket Man. Go watch Ma. And you'll be much better off this weekend. Yeah, most definitely. I totally agree with you on that, Tim. Uh, and, man, I tell you, I, I, I talked to our good buddy over at uh, the Epic Film Guys, Justin Esquivel. He is a huge fan of Godzilla and all that good stuff. And I, I think even he kind of had a negative opinion uh, of it, understanding, obviously, that it's really all about the monsters. But in this film, like you said, we have to have something to invest in. And quite frankly, at, by close to the end of it, I wanted one of the, the human uh, main characters to, you know, just get hit by a building. That's what I was looking for because everything about it just felt so unrealistic. We're ants compared to them and all these buildings collapsing and all that kind of stuff. And yet we're still able to weave through and blah, blah, blah. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, so, yes, folks, definitely save your money this weekend on Godzilla. Go see Ma if you're looking for a good uh, suspense thriller horror film or go see rocket man if you're a fan of biopics and definitely a fan of elton john um tim how can folks find your reviews online uh they can check me out man at the or you can go online and just google tim gordon film critic and all my stuff comes up the shows online the site social media everything that's all for this episode. I'd like to thank my guest, Tim Gordon, for coming on the show. Subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Blueberry, wherever you catch your podcast, so you can hear the extended radio versions of the show, catch unlocked episodes, and the Picture Lock PR after show. If you're a fan of Alexa skills, just say, Alexa, play Picture Lock podcast, and I'll come right up. Feel free to leave a five-star review of the show as well. You're supporting the filmmakers and guests I have on the show by allowing more people to be exposed to the podcast. It's quick, easy, and free, and I really appreciate it. You can find Picture Lock on most social media. All social media is at Picture Lock Show. Watch back episodes of the TV show at youtube.com slash picture lock show and subscribe. I've got my new movie reviews up for this weekend, so check that out. I started doing things a little bit different on the YouTube channel. If I'm not able to create a review for the week, that week I put up my Let's Talk Live interviews and so you'll be able to catch up on whatever you need to for the weekend there as well. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can fill out the form on the website. All music is done by Mike S. The Producer 13. Make sure you follow him on all things social media at Mike S. The Producer numeral one, numeral three, and hit him up for your music production needs. Thanks, bro. I'm Kevin Sampson, and until next time, I hope you stay locked on film.